Welcome, ladies, just ladies, because we are currently at a 54% of female listeners. So shout out to all our female listeners out there. Hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> but welcome doing? back to the Glitches and Gearheads podcast. We have a We just lost pretty... all of them. <laughs> yeah, we just lost everyone. <laughs> but uh, we have an interesting episode for this week. Uh, just a side note. Um, I'm getting up to date with the posts because the last couple have been from previous weeks and it's probably annoying for some people to be listening to stuff that happened two weeks prior. (laughs) But uh, this week we're definitely going to get caught up and then we'll be a week-to-week basis. So that was just a little, you know, Mm. piece of info. But go ahead, Jordan. He has the first topic. All right, we're gonna start off real lighthearted. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys. Why heard is that about foreshadowing? Hmm? What? Why are you what? foreshadowing? Saying we're gonna start off lighthearted. You're like thinking, <laughs> what? Do you expect this to get bad? We're gonna get real serious real quick. So, just bear yeah, with we us. are. I, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, so back not. in June, I don't know if you guys saw this. I, I <clears throat> didn't. I forgot about this completely. Put it out of my mind until I saw this article today. But KFC hinted back in June that they were making a console that you could that also served as fried chicken storage. And it's real. What? It's real. Click on the link. <laughs> they have made um, a modded what? PC that looks like a bucket of chicken, and you can store your fried chicken in it to keep it warm. I'm just going to say fire hazard right off the bat. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. You know how we always talk about recalls at the end of every episode? This will be on there and like <laughs> This is going to be months. there one day. <laughs> like, But is it worth it to say that you have what? a PC that can keep your fried chicken warm? And Okay. And <laughs> to, just, to just the note, it looks like the storage is for like one wing. <laughs> It's not very big. Yeah, at no, all. it's not that big. <laughs> but, you might be able to fit two if you really cram them in there. Yeah, um, maybe a maybe a couple of attendees, but like you would think that they would like really think about that because you know being KFC, they would be like, oh, we want you to hold our finger licking four piece or something like our big family box. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Or maybe maybe you're just supposed to put the bucket on top. Yeah, right over the right over the process, right over the fan. Yeah, (laughs) so it Um, sucks in all that grease air. I oh, and it says right here that uh, this PC is immune to KFC grease. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know how they did that, but they they did it. (laughs) Yeah, only but specifically KFC grease. Yeah, Yeah, if you try and put Bojangles or Chick Fil A in there, it will blow up. Yeah, you will. You will have a problem, and, and also, you'll void your warranty. So they're they're sticking true to their you know eleven herbs and spices secrets <laughs> because we <laughs> still don't know what the full specs are in this thing. Uh, when they were asked, yeah. all they said was that it's an Intel NUC nine extreme element at its core, with a modified cooler master master case and C one hundred, as well as mm. an Asus RTX graphics card. And don't. one terabyte of SSD storage, but that's it. We don't know exactly what Intel NUC Nine Extreme card is. Trigger in it. words. Trigger words. I think it's just all fluff. 
Just sounds fluff to me. Why, but it why does wouldn't come they say? In i5, i7, and i9. So you know it's an Intel board. Which board? I don't know. Yeah, we but don't know which board, board. And we know it's an but RTX But it's obviously going to be a micro ATX. It's got to be a micro ATX. It's got to be. To be to fit in there. Yeah. So it, I just got an air fryer, and this looks exactly like It looks an like fryer. an air fryer. Yeah, you're right. Very interesting. This I don't is know like, how I feel about it. Uh, I I I would never in a million it's kinda years neat. buy it. But it's, it's like, like it's, it's it's up there with the the Xbox fridge. Like if you <laughs> buy on, the, no, no. If Xbox, you buy fridge, the Xbox is fridge, fridge, you're gonna buy this. Though. And the Rolls Royce seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. The other two are actually practical. This isn't. Are you gonna I think honestly, this is, are you gonna tell me an Xbox fridge is practical? I mean it's a fridge. It's a fridge. But also or, you have to look at like cost to efficiency ratio. Or AMD bike. Or the AMD bike. It's the same people. The same person is buying all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a specific no. subset of person. Okay, come on. I mean, let's be real for a second. If you look at the Xbox fridge, it is an actual full size fridge. That can contain actual amounts of items that a normal fridge could hold. This is an actual PC that can actually do PC things while also keeping your chicken warm. Right. <laughs> but only two pieces of chicken. Can your PC hold any pieces of chicken and keep it warm? Without <laughs> I could fit way, way more than so. two pieces of chicken in there if I, mean, I wanted I could, to. Let me I tell you. Fit, I mean, you could, could load fit. it up there with is, chicken, but is exactly. it immune to KFC grease? I don't think so. Not until I spray it with never wet, then it'll be immune to then, any grease. Then you might have different problems. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's a different thing. Also, I'm, I don't think I'm that, saying your, that your PC, PC is that actually you have right immune. now. No matter what you do to it, you're not going to be able to stick fried chicken in there and have it not affect your your computer with this can. So it is. Watch me. It is practical. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see there was a prank video? There's there's about a to be a like, post sometime soon <laughs> with two pieces of KFC chicken in my computer. Did you if you don't watch yourself? There was a prank video where a guy took a filled a it with beans and filled it with yep. beans. Yeah. Beans. That guy's from Tampa. <laughs> yep. Whoa, well, let's that go Tampa. So much. Ross Creations. Gotta love that Tampa Bay area. That is yeah. a Florida thing to do. Shout out to Ross Creations. Except that he's an anti-masker, and I don't watch any of his crap anymore. All right, shout-out rescinded. Anti-shout-out. Anti-shout-out rescinded. Anti-shout-out. Have you heard okay. this? Wear a I freaking wanna... mask. All right, we're moving on from KFC console. <laughs> um, oh, wait, we didn't... Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't get this yay a yay. Is this a yay or nay? This is a yay. It's a I yay. It, it's like... Okay, it's a PC, first off. It's an actual <laughs> functioning PC. That's cool. Nay on the fact that it can only hold like two tenders. It's okay. It's a yay for the I would have rathered. I would have rathered it look like a KFC bucket and then had like a mount on the side for you to actually store a bucket and your dipping sauces. That would yeah. have been more, and more it, cool and to the me. The exhaust than fan putting, just like funneled the heat from the computer yeah. into the chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know. It, I feel I, yay on the concept, yeah. nay on the execution. I feel like it could have been better. Yeah, yeah, but it's that. still cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, <clears throat> all right, I want to talk about money for a minute, guys. Oh God, okay. talking about money. All right, I like money. So I like money. 
That, that's good. Um, a lot <laughs> of people like money. And here's something that a lot of people didn't realize until recently, but is now going to be affected by a new law from the FCC. So Congress the, the last year fixed a law <laughs> that allowed cable providers to charge you a service fee for using your own personal equipment on your bills for your cable, for your internet. So if you went out and bought your own router to avoid the 15, 10, whatever dollar a month service fee, they can still charge you a service fee for using your own equipment. But now they what? can't. Yeah, yep. I, I knew that that was a thing. I didn't know that that was no longer a thing. Frontier was the one of the most notorious offenders because they would charge you a $10 a month equipment fee regardless of whether you were using their equipment or your own. And it was, quote-unquote, mandatory because they did not have the resources available to stop charging you. I actually believe I actually believe that because Frontier sucks so much. I believe that they don't have the actual know-how to not charge you that. Okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're throwing around a lot of a lot of hate on Frontier. I, I gotta say Frontier is better than Spectrum. Yes. That's all no. I can not say here. about that. Not here. In Florida, in Florida though, Frontier is better than Spectrum. Not here. Literally, Frontier is so trash. My my wife's parents have Frontier. You cannot do anything. You try and download something, it can be like a one gig thing. You literally have to leave it over at night. And it might be done in the morning, but it probably won't. That could be because of your area as well. Yeah, that might also do. be no, a lot, area like every, Everyone out in here the boonies, bro. in Tennessee or in, in Cook, Cookville is not in the boonies. Everyone says the, the same thing about Frontier real. here. Spectrum I mean, here is actually good. You're in Tennessee, so. Uh. It also <laughs> depends on who owns the cable line. Because like down here, Spectrum owns all the cable lines. Yep. Other companies rent off of them. But the mm-hmm. other companies still somehow provide a better service than Spectrum because Spectrum doesn't care because they're still making money off of you because the other yeah. company has to pay them to use their lines. That's a good point. And and All- another thing over here is that Frontier has fiber, which <clears throat> Spectrum doesn't offer. So fiber is all Frontier. Yeah. And that is, I've heard, <laughs> I wish I could get it, but it's not available everywhere because... Not here yet. I have Spectrum still. Yeah. Um, when I canceled Spectrum at our Spectrum. old Can house. we just acknowledge, though, like straight up, all cable companies suck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Internet should not be $70 a month. No. No. Just internet. Especially right. when you look at most other developed countries and they get like two to three times the speed that we do here for a fraction of the price. Yep. It's just... They're, my, they're my, just like tossing us over and doing us dirty. My monthly mm-hmm. payment just went up $5 for, I don't know. They didn't say why. They just said it was going up. For nothing. It's because they have to get rid of the service charge. Oh, wow. Yeah, that probably is it. Holy crap. Because it's, wow. I believe that starts January 1st. It already started. Did it start? For oh, me, yeah. at least. Yep. It started December 20th. Yeah, December twentieth is when they they and the law took effect. Yeah. So yeah, that could so be so scummy, dude. That's so scummy. 
That I, I mean, mean, and then that that trickles down to freaking phone companies too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the same. It's the scummy. same thing. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched like Adam Ruins Everything, but he kind of goes into that how mm-hmm. the cable companies have literally like just kind of cut up the nation more or less to be like, mm-hmm. okay, this is your area, this is our area. We can kind of form our own little monopolies, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'll say my experience with Spectrum previously. When we moved to um, where we were living last, we were able to cancel Spectrum and get Frontier in the area. And when I went to call them to return the modem, they told me they wouldn't send out a box. So they told me I had to go and drop it off. So I was like, fine, whatever. Went to the location to drop it off. I was like, hey, I'm here to drop it off. They're like, oh, just leave it on the ground outside. They had tables set up inside, and the tables and the floor in this little hole-in-the-wall spectrum location was filled with people's modems that were being dropped off because they were canceling. And they didn't even care. They didn't want my ID. They didn't want to know my account number. They just said, oh, leave it over there. It'll be fine. Wow. And there were literally modems sitting outside on the sidewalk because people were just bringing them and they were telling you to just drop it off up there. I would just toss it out the window, drive by. Uh, Here you go. <laughs> I just set it down. I walked away, and I never looked back. And now I have to have the Spectrum again because the Frontier's not in my area yet. <laughs> and they're probably <sighs> like, "Hey, you want this modem you dropped off? <laughs> <laughs> it's still sitting on the sidewalk. Just come get it." <laughs> yeah. Um, and the it's other so thing about money crappy. I wanted to talk about. So this will probably be old news by the time this episode airs, and some of you may have already gotten your little stimulus check. But Congress on Sunday. Past the six hundred dollar stimulus emphasis check. on little, <laughs> yeah, yep. little. It's literally half of the amount of the previous <laughs> stimulus checks. I laugh every but time. But we have at least seen, get one. Have you been seeing all the memes of like people from like Australia and New England? They're like uh, making fun of the six hundred dollars. They're like, yeah, we've been getting paid monthly from the beginning of lockdown. Yeah. And yep. America has only given us what the last one was eighteen hundred bucks. It was in what like June, maybe yeah, 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 early June. And since it was right (laughs) after that, that they're like, yeah, there might be some more. And then they're like, yeah, here's some more, but it's half as much. And people already criticized the last one for not being enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If I mean, if you have a mortgage payment or a rent payment due. The average rent here is probably in our area at least is about a thousand bucks a month. Oh, I'm a hundred. Is the average I'm, rent? Uh, sure, it is in our area. Yeah, that's what it is here it's, at least. You can't even make a rent payment with this stimulus nope. check no. that they're giving out. It's Thankfully, like it, it, I'm able to work right now, and it's not like I'm in a position where I'm like going to be relying on this money heavily to get by. But there are a lot of people who are. Yeah, and that's not going to help them. We're, it's like a spit in the face. It's like, oh, here's your shut up money. Yeah, and I don't like talking politics. This is not a political polit- uh, podcast, and that's not what we're here to do. No. But I just wanted to you know, let you guys know because a lot of people I've talked to did not know about the $600 stimulus check even going out. There's not a lot of coverage on it. Yeah, because we lost so, hope in the first one, or when yeah. they said it the first time. Yeah. <clears throat> but starting uh, Monday, which would be, I guess, the 28th of December, you should start seeing... A six hundred dollar post per person 
And yeah. they even upped the child one to six hundred dollars. Whoopee! Yeah, I guess that is like, the cool that's part. That's gonna make a huge difference. And that's the only difference, but I'd, it's only a hundred dollars more than last time. Yeah, yeah. And they capped it at twenty four hundred dollars per family. Oh wow! Um, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, it's Miana uh, money for me. Oh I mean, my hey, gosh! Maybe it'll be a suspension. Or hey something Jordan! Hey, that's that new graphics card you were talking about. Well, we'll no, see. because I've they're going to go up in price. bills from shooting a nail into my hand, you know. Oh, oh I forgot about that entirely. And I got insurance, I but still kind of pay. Once Dude, again, the insurance thing is great. a joke, man. Okay, we're right, getting way too political. About that later. Later. I'll talk to you. Okay, Jordan, I will talk to you about that after the podcast because I have some advice if you want it or not. All right, we're about to start. No, we rant. can't get okay, into hold, that hold, yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we got to cover the other topics that are smaller first. That will be the topic that literally carries us to the end of this podcast. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So we were just talking about uh, cable companies being bad. Let's talk about phone companies. Verizon's 5G can sometimes <laughs> be slower than LTE. I saw this. Mm. Um, I think it has to do uh, a lot with, um, isn't it? Oh, I haven't read it. It depends on whether or not you're on an MM wave range or a DSS range. Mm-hmm. The MM wave I ranges heard- are the, the actual good ones. They're fast, but their range is incredibly small. So if you're on a DSS 5G, it's slower than LTE. Wow. I heard something about um, the antennas that they're putting in the new phones, too, were not good enough for the 5G or something like that. Yeah, they weren't up to spec from what I was reading. Um, But also, especially in my area recently, there have been so many complaints about Verizon Signal, not even just the... 5g but just in general verizon has been like they had an outage for like two or three days in our area like complete my, service issue in my opinion they take turns i think they do this on purpose because if you think about it for the past what two years when sprint all of a sudden blew up again uh they were like d- selling service and phones for super cheap everyone complained about sprint and t-mobile and verizon was on top mm-hmm. and then now t-mobile bought sprint right and now they're like oh verizon's crap in another couple of months it's just gonna flip flop back so yeah, i think i mean that's i, I honestly think it's just a marketing thing well it could yeah. be because a lot of these companies share towers anyway, so it's like, how how competitive is it really? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Makes all scam. Sense. I mean, yeah, it is. Just <coughs> in general, yes, it is straight up a scam. <laughs> in general, <laughs> yes, it's a scam. I, all, right, all right, Devin. I want to see. I want what? Is, what about this RX seven coming back? Come on, tell me about this. Okay, so. The beautiful, beautiful people over at Mazda have recently expanded their heritage parts program to include both second and third generation RX-7s for remaking parts. They're going to start with vacuum hoses, seals, bushings, basically anything that's rubber or that would typically deteriorate with age. They're Mm going to start up with their reproduction of those parts now, which is... Great, because that is like a 
basically dream car. It's like a 90s icon car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where everybody, everybody knows what you're talking about when you say RX-7. Yeah. It, it was the rotary. It's the have. rotary god. Yeah. And thankfully, Mazda has taken it upon themselves again to start... Has Mazda been listening to us? Yeah, because I, I we, feel like since the, I feel like they might have since the yes, beginning. Yes, they got of rid the, of Mazda Speed, but still. Yeah, but since the beginning of this podcast, every time we talk about cars, we talk about how nostalgic and how important car culture was to us, and how we don't want to let it die, and right. that it's up to these companies to not let it die. And all of a sudden, Mazda's like, oh. We're going to start making parts for the Miata, first-gen Miata now. Oh, now we're going to start making parts again for the second and third-gen RX-7s. It's like, oh, what, what's what's Mazda's endgame with this? Because I feel like it's more than just making money off these parts. I feel like there's there's something else on the horizon, and I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. There's I mean, one dude at Mazda who listens to the podcast, and he's like, oh, right, yeah, I'm writing that down. And, and he just takes our <laughs> ideas and then goes in there and gets a raise every time. Yep. Like, he's gotten a <laughs> listen, lot man, of raises. Th- throw, a little bit of, throw a little bit of cash our way. Like, we wouldn't yeah. mind Just like it. $600. I mean, even if you just like want to sponsor an episode or something, we'd be, we'd be game. $600 yeah, per person. Awesome. Uh, I mean, that's all <laughs> it anyway, takes, right? Yeah, that's, that's our monthly <laughs> expenses. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it right. takes to live that's, here. That's what so. it takes to live in the United States, apparently. <laughs> Just 600 um, big ones. <laughs> okay, I also want to say one more thing before we get into our big topic of the evening. Mm. And that is that the United States is getting an exclusive vehicle. What? Yeah, usually you hear of like Japan or Europe or... And it's a McLaren? Any, any other country, any other country getting a exclusive car and this one happens to be a 824 horsepower mclaren saber and it looks phenomenal no, it's it's sabre sabre um, mclaren sabre <laughs> there's only going to be 15 of them which oh come on because it's not gonna be like you're ever gonna see one but it looks amazing i mean if you look at the picture it just it looks like a mclaren but it has something more <laughs> no, to just, it. No, just end there. Just end there. It looks yeah, like it's a McLaren. McLaren. That's it. <laughs> um, top speed of 218 miles per hour. It's a twin turbo V8. Um, but there's only 15 of them that will be sold. And every single one of them are already accounted for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. of course. Um, but what's cool about this car is the buyers were given a chance to drive one, a development car around a private racetrack in California in earlier this year in fall. And they were able to tell McLaren what tweaks they wanted to their individual cars. So they basically gave them a base car and said, what do you want us to do to it to make it better for you? Hmm. So they were able to kind of sit along and it's almost like getting a custom built race car basically. Cause I, if, I'm probably you're probably never going to see one of these being driven on the street, and if yeah. you are, like, go play the lottery because you're the luckiest man yeah. alive. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a, like a better chance of getting struck by lightning. But probably. I got to say, this thing, even though it does look like a McLaren, there is something more to it. It doesn't look like strictly McLaren. Like you look at it, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's a McLaren. But you're like, what McLaren is that? It looks like none of the others that you've seen before. 
The crazy arrow on the back of the car looks just awesome. The wing yeah. that like goes into the giant fender wings. I, I don't know what to call those. Um, it, looks, it looks like it's made for the track. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. like a track ready car. And I just think it's cool with the fact that we get it only in America because there's no other car that's done that really. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Okay, hold on. Before you move on, just I, I saw this at the top, and well, you talked about this last week, the Hoonicorn, and how it uh, beat the Rob Dom's RX-7. It's yes. now beat the new Ford GT as well. Yes. And it was it was a by modded a GT, lot. too. Yeah. By, by a lot. By a lot. Yeah. They gave... I, I watched the video the other day. They even gave the Ford GT a... 40 mile per hour rolling start. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the Hunicorn was from length. a dig. And the Hunicorn was from a dig and still chased it, it down it and beat it by three car lengths. Three car it's lengths. Ridiculous. What is going to be able to beat this <laughs> like, thing? Is there anything that's going to be able to beat this thing? I, oh, I, I mean, honestly, I think if that, if that RS three comes back with slicks, it would do it. But on yeah. a street tire, I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be real hard to do on a street tire. Um, I've seen, it's just a matter of um, getting in touch with some of these underground street racers too, because I've seen a, on 1320, a 2000 horsepower GTR. GTR. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure that thing can beat the Hunicorn, at least from a dig. I don't know about a, a, a I'm Mind not a you. dig, from a roll, I mean. Yeah, from a roll, definitely. You never see those cars on 1320 doing digs, though. It's very no. That's not that, yeah. That's what I mean. I meant to say. I meant to say roll, not dig. Yeah. No. No. I know. I'm just. I'm just. You know, covering yeah. over that because Hunicorn is going from a dig in all of these races, and then when he's trying to give any advantage to the opponent, he's doing it from a roll. Yeah. So, it, it's something that I, I'm not sure that there's a car that they're going to have on that series that'll beat it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to have a car on the series that will be able to beat it, but I am. There are cars out there that can. I'm sure. Yeah. So, but I would, I would like to see them, you know, keep on trying to actually challenge. I want to see like an open invite for it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd because be cool. people apply Is and be like, bro, I got this car. I want to come and race the Unicorn. Yeah, because if they have if they have just like these cars that they know are gonna they're gonna get beat, it's kind of like okay, whatever. Like, I want to see something that either gives the Hunicorn a run for its money, or beats it. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see it get beat. Something that's like on the same playing field too. Not something that's like, oh, this is a purpose built drag car with slicks yeah. and a you know wheelie bar because it it's that quick and it runs you know four second quarter mile whatever yeah i don't want to see that that's obviously just not gonna i I don't need a top fuel dragster against this thing i want to see something else that can be driven on the street against this thing i want to see a street car beat the unicorn really bad (laughs) that'd be awesome because i mean if you think about it the unicorn is strict is purpose built not for going fast in a straight line but but for drifting drifting but still and it's still kicks butt in a straight line and he also has a sponsor by by (laughs) toyo so yeah but he's still running a street tire it's not a it's not a stickiest street tire on the market right but all the other cars can run that too if they want that's the thing 
is is he giving them the option to do that? They can bring whatever so. tires they want. Oh, okay. That's they true. even told the guy with the RS3 to bring something sticky, but he didn't think that that meant slicks. So they mm. gave him the option to bring his slicks, and he just didn't. I want to see him come back. That'd be sick. Okay. I honestly think the RS3 could be. <sighs> I think we've talked about this enough. Um, Jordan, do you want to cover your last little topic there before we... Before we uh, hound you, oh, sure. Uh, Before we throw yeah, hands, Cyberpunk boy. is now Microsoft exclusive. <laughs> what? <laughs> not really, but but basically, it's uh, it's not on the PlayStation Store anymore. You cannot download it off of the PlayStation Store at all, and they're refunding anyone who bought it off the PlayStation Store. Oh yeah, but that was because it was can't so buggy. It. Yeah, it'll most likely come yeah. back at some point, and you can still buy like the physical copies. But you yeah. can only download it on either PC or Xbox right can now. Can we can we talk about that for like a split second of how this game has been in production for almost ten years and they're having to take it down from people buying it because it has so much problems? That's just ridiculous. That's why you it, don't it showcase ridiculous. games way before they're ever anywhere close to production. Well, there's that, but also. They kept delaying it, and then people were like, "Just release it already." And I think they got peer pressured into releasing. Oh, they hundred percent did. To. And oh yeah, and they've been sure. crunched and for the last I don't know how many months by God, the senior poor... execs. So they weren't doing their best work for the last several months. No, I I, I know, feel so bad for those people that work I for almost, that company. Yeah, I almost don't feel like it's their fault. It's not in a way. No, because it's not their fault. The fans wanted this, and now they're killing them over it because they had to release a product that they deemed was not ready to be released, and now they're getting flack for releasing a product that they didn't want to release, but that the fans pressured them into releasing. Yep. This is why you temper expectations and are just okay with whenever a game releases as long as it releases in a playable state. I feel... I just want to say sorry to all the workers at project red because For real they probably were worked to the bone and past the bone oh yeah yeah like i will say 100%. a cool thing though I, I don't know if i touched on this before but um usually all right a hold lot on of their... my phone's listening to me it just sent me a notification for me to read an article about the kfc console is real and we literally talked about that 10 minutes ago in this podcast um and I had never looked it up before that moment. And now my phone is showing me ads for it. They're listening. <laughs> Dude, uh, that is yeah. so weird. That's actually really weird. <laughs> um, Who would actually guys, look guys, it up? <laughs> guys? Help? <laughs> Hello? Yes, Mr. FBI agent. Oh, well, at least that Mr. FBI agent is listening <gasps> oh, to Oh my goodness. Podcast. And I also got one about the cell phone towers. Holy moly. You're bugged, and, dude. You're bugged. And Unicorn Mustang versus Ford GT just popped up. I'm gonna check my phone. Real quick. What is going nothing. on? I have nothing. I'm what not is bugged. happening right now? This is this is ridiculous. Like you're hold not on, you're not joshing on. us right now. No, I I'll screenshot right now. Hold on. No, me neither. I haven't gotten anything like All that. All right. Well, Devin's apparently been bugged. So yeah, that's cool. I guess. For us, and I got something about masks after Corin said something about that guy not wearing a mask. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> bugged. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah I'm, okay. 
So uh, show me free Miatas. <laughs> Give free me Miatas. money. Need more money. Yeah, <laughs> send me more free money. Money. M- money that is free. Money, please. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, 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 okay. No, I can't okay. wait any longer. I, I, I think can't we're wait ready. any longer. I can't I wait any ready. longer. I'm, I'm going to start this out by saying Nintendo is the most trash company I think agreed ever not right, even I just, just gaming companies okay. not to interrupt but I did hold up are you actually saying yeah, Nintendo okay, no, no, no. is worse than like EA yes legitimately yeah. EA yeah. who literally milks their sports fan base for every oh, cent that. that they are worth destroyed oh, yeah. the Star Wars game franchise with Battlefront and Battlefront 2 at least they don't actively hate and hate their fans <laughs> they do though because they release trash games and try and milk no, their fans okay. for every releasing trash games have. is one thing that's one thing but then when you go and start suing your fans for being your fans, yeah, that's when you know that you're that you're the devil. All right, I want to start this off. I want to start this off. And Jordan, Ooh, you're, heated. You're, All right, you're you're allowed to rebuttal. Hold on, um, I want to I want to preface this with something real quick. If okay. you guys are here to listen to something that is pleasant and not anger fueled. <laughs> Go back and re-listen to the first half of this podcast because this is about to get serious and there's a lot of stuff going on that, I mean, I used to love Nintendo, don't get me wrong, but with what they're doing recently that we're going to talk to you about, I want to know what your opinions are. So please go ahead and send us DMs on Instagram, comment on whatever post you want about it. I I don't mind. I want to know what you guys think because this is some big stuff. Yeah, we're going to make a post, and we really honestly want to know your honest opinions on this this subject. And also, I just sent my my screenshots of my phone right there. Okay, let's look um, at these first. Just look at those real quick. Like, back to back. That Top four weird. things on my phone. You got the KFC console, you got <laughs> masks, you got cell phone tower, and then you got Hoonicorn versus... Ford GT Carbon. You're 100% bugged, dude. Hmm. That's and- <laughs> that's Android for you. I I already gave Google my heart and soul, so it's fine. It, it's right, not like get, Nintendo would help right, me. I'm ready. Let's get to this. So, Nintendo actively hates and tries to crap <clears throat> on their fans. I'm just going to go down the long list. I'm, I've, I just picked out... Whoa. I picked out... Um, I'm sorry, I was highlighting it because I can't read it. <laughs> I picked out some... Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you can't see... Wait, can, can I you, change the color? Yeah, you can change the color. Just, just for, like, right now. Thank you. <laughs> you can change it All back right. after. <laughs> so, I'm going to go down the list. I picked out the most interesting to me. There's multiple more, but I'm just going to go down the ones Wait, I hold on. I think, I think we should do this a little bit different. Okay. Maybe, We'll we'll go through the topics because we've done a lot of research on this. Jordan is being blindsided right now um, because he is a Nintendo fanboy and we knew that he would be opposed to this. I'm not opposed to it. I think you guys think I like Nintendo way more than I do. I like Nintendo games. Maybe we do. (laughs) Right. The games are fine, but Nintendo as a company is trash. But we're going to go and 
go through each one of these points that we picked out. And then I want to hear Jordan's opinion on each one of these because he is definitely out of the three of us. He's the one who likes Nintendo games the most. I'm the only one I'd here say. with a Switch, so I'd, yeah, right. that's yeah. fair. <clears throat> so, All right, so I'm going to start off. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to start off. Um, this is something that happened in real life. Uh, people, or no, I don't want to say people. Nintendo was striking people and taking down streams for people playing Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity before it was technically released. But these people were playing the game in countries that it was released already. But just because in Nintendo time it wasn't released, they're like, oh, it's got to be pirated. Oh, it's got to be. They've, they had to have gotten this game you know, illegally by paying us. Okay, I'm curious though, what, so what they countries? Were, because Nintendo time is Japan and they're Australia. They're, I guess there might be part of Australia that's like maybe an hour ahead. Okay. I was just curious. It, I mean, it wasn't a huge amount well, hold of people, on. Think but about it, it was a, a substantial. Lot of, a lot of other countries get games like hours or a day before United mm-hmm. States does. And a lot of companies go off of a USA-based time because that is a huge market for a lot of stuff. So, I mean, there is that. I mean, it's definitely so, one of the yeah. biggest gaming markets apart from right. so, yeah, China. I could, I could understand a company seeing that, like maybe automated bots seeing that and, get, and getting it taken down. And then the company realizing, oh, shoot, that was not the right thing to do. Our bot is messing up. Let me get this situated. Did Nintendo do that? Nah, they just left it. They because you know everyone should be on Nintendo's time, not their own time. Rebuttal. I mean, I don't really have a rebuttal for that. That's that seems odd. That, I mean, but what also is your they have a track. They have a track record of doing that, so it doesn't surprise me. They did like the same thing when Breath of the Wild released, and they were like stopping okay. streams from from streaming it early. So why why have they not learned from this yet? I don't know. I mean, I I've, is, I think I've said it before. Like, Nintendo does questionable things, and I think they've done more questionable things since uh, the CEO Satoru Iwata passed away back in 2015. And he was kind of like the dude at Nintendo. Like, he took uh, a salary, a huge cut to his salary when the Wii U didn't do well. Instead of blaming it on like other people, he was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll take this." Instead of you know people below me having to have their pay decreased, so he was a really cool guy. And I think since then the company has been done some questionable choices. They they a lot of the higher ups seem to be stuck in like an older mindset for sure. They don't yeah. quite understand how the internet of the twenty first century works. Just a bunch of boomers. Yeah, it kind of seems that way. That happened, where they were striking people for playing a game that was out, but because it wasn't on Nintendo time, they didn't like it. And this has happened over and over again. Why they don't listen, they don't learn from their mistakes, who knows? But let's go on to the next one. Uh, as of recently, I think this happened within the month, or within, I think, last month, uh, there was a Smash, um, Super Smash Melee tournament. 
that uh, these debatably one of the best Smash games out there, but mm -hmm. they were. I don't know about that, but all right. You know, hosting hosting this tournament, and they were using a program called Slippy, which it's a uh, it's an emulator that allows people to play online because newsflash, we're in a pandemic and uh, we can't get together to play this in person. So this is what they had to do. Um, and Nintendo takes it upon themselves to put a cease and assist on the tournament, and they were not able to play it. And this almost makes zero sense because they put a cease, on, cease and assist on this tournament for a game that is 20 years old. It's not like they're going to be losing money on on this game that like some person's going to be actively going out and purchasing this game along with a GameCube just to play Melee. So why did they do this? Because Nintendo is trash. And they hate their fans. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I I don't, I don't have I've I've not like read anything about this. So I, I honestly don't know all the, the stuff surrounding it. It seems odd. Well, it'll, it'll make more sense by the end of this because they, uh, they, they tend to like to cease and assist everything that has their name or oh, 100%. IP yeah. even remotely related to them. Honestly, to I got to say, I think they're worse than Disney in this. As Disney okay. is notorious for yeah. this too. All right. But I think That's Nintendo strong. is maybe well, same, no, level. I think same level. No, As for games, there's, there's for people games. that are arguing that Nintendo is issuing more cease and desist for stuff and being more petty about it than even Disney is right now. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but Disney is the worst out of anything. Yeah. As a, I mean, you can as that that ranges from all types of genres <laughs> this is just games i'm talking about nintendo as no, a gaming I know. company i'm saying disney is definitely a bigger <laughs> entity than nintendo but i'm saying in the fact of cease and desists like yeah. for fan content i feel like nintendo is really pushing up there to be either on par or surpass disney in that regard i'd, I'd like to see all. the actual numbers that would be interesting about comparing yeah. the two all right so on to the next one uh, this happened a couple weeks ago. Um, Nintendo themselves were holding a Splatoon tournament with a grand prize of $25. And guess what? It's not even real world dollars. It's in-store credit. So you can, I don't know, buy three quarters of a game with that. That just feels like um, when you go to GameStop and you're like, here's my my xbox and my <laughs> playstation and these 50 games and they're like we'll give you 25 dollars in store credit and you're like yep. okay can i have cash and they're like yeah you can have a dollar cash <laughs> exactly so they were holding this tournament and uh there was a bunch of groups that wanted to go to it not because of the obviously not because of the the grand prize but they were playing it you know they're gonna join it just to have fun so a lot of these teams were um, going into this with incorporating hashtag free melee because of the previous incident that happened. And upon Nintendo seeing this, they shut it down. I mean, they didn't actually shut it down. That's a little bit of a stretch. But 
they revoked all live streaming rights to to the event, basically just killing it dead. Like, so, who's going to watch so like, it? No so like one. you can't watch it. Like they shut down nope. all the the ability yeah. to watch it. Yep. And and then after that happened, uh, players uh, made their own tournament <laughs> with a fifteen hundred dollar prize pool <laughs> in actual money. Um, I didn't do too much research on that, but supposedly that went um, pretty pretty good. Um, I love that though when communities do like their own tournaments. Yep. And yeah. right, do, like, and they actually most companies. Most companies are, you know, super happy to see that take place and would be supportive of that sort of thing. Like like think of StarCraft. How many how many tournaments are there and tournament organizations yeah. are there that assist with you know bringing yeah, a lot life of... back to the game after so many years? I would be thrilled if I created something now and twenty years from now there were people still wanting to play it or use it or whatever. Because it was yeah. that good. Yeah. And a lot of these companies, when they they catch wind of like these big events being hosted by just fans of the game or streamers or stuff, they'll even go in and they'll assist them. They'll either put in money or uh, resources to assist the event in succeeding. Or just at least do a but shout no. out. Yeah. But no, Nintendo, upon seeing anything that has their IP on it, just wants to shut it down. Because they hate fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I can think of. Because why else would they be doing it? It's not like a lot of these games that these people are playing are 20, 10 years old. So it's like, I, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. And then, and, the t- and you would 20- also think that they'd be more open to it being as their audience is dying off. Yeah. To be completely honest, kids right now, they don't care about Super Mario. They don't no. care about okay. Super Smash. They are more into Fortnite or Minecraft or Roblox or whatever. Like, I'm talking the really younger generation here. They're more into that sort of game, the instant gratification game, than they are into a side-scroller type deal like Mario. Yeah, and then you and then you think of people that are in our generation or like our parents uh, that actually know Super Smash and like no Nintendo games. The people but, with enough disposable income to actually purchase things from them. Yeah, but then when they try to play this stuff or they they try to play it on a competitive level, Nintendo just shuts everything down. It ruins everything for the actual fans. I don't so, know how much as a parent, I agree with their younger audience dying off because a lot of the younger kids that I know, like my nieces and nephews are really into Nintendo stuff and the Switch is still currently even with the new consoles launching the number one console for sales yeah because they keep breaking <laughs> <laughs> no it's the jo- no. just the Joy-Cons just the Joy-Cons right yeah. okay so that's another then, thing <laughs> and then regarding regarding to that the last Splatoon Comp, or tournament that that Nintendo hosted, the winners didn't even get their twenty five dollars in store credit. They didn't even get it. <laughs> so it's like Nintendo couldn't be bothered. When was it though? When? How long ago? 
I, I don't have actual. I believe dates it was that. the earlier earlier this year, like January or something. I believe it was that long ago. Yeah, it was no, like at the this, beginning of the year. The, the Splatoon, the, com- sp- the sp- yeah, the new one. The new. Splatoon Are you talking tournament. about the recent one a couple months ago? Because no, that this- one they canceled in the last round. They waited till the final round, and when people registered supporting the melee community, like changed their names to show like support for it, like like Melee Nation or Melee Lights or Free Melee, they went ahead and canceled the tournament and didn't pay anybody out for the Splatoon 2 tournament that was going on. I think that happened, but this one happened just as of like in the last month. Oh, okay. I did not see that one. Yeah. So, yeah, all these tournaments are getting rejected and cease and desist by Nintendo. But this is something that really... It really bothered me, like, to a humanity level. There's this guy named Captain Alex that was making custom Joy-Con controllers to honor Etika. And if you are even remotely a fan of Nintendo, you'll know who Etika is. And um, sadly, Etika passed away, you know, a couple years ago now, I'm pretty sure. Um, and this guy was making these Joy-Con controllers in honor of Etika, and all the proceeds were going to a mental health charity. But guess what Nintendo does? They filed a cease and assist, shutting down all production. And it was going to charity. And, uh, and all the proceeds were going to charity. That's That's... That's almost unforgivable, honestly. Yeah, there's not much you can say about that. Like, hey, let me customize something for you so that I could take the the fans and give it to somebody who needs it because they're in a bad position and they need this sort of help. I'm not going to mention what charity it was, but I mean, I guess we could. It was. I don't know exactly the name of it. Don't mention the actual name. It just it was for mental health. Okay, so it was for a mental health charity, but. I mean, you would think Nintendo would be like, okay, you know what? That's pretty cool. Let's support him. Any other company, any reasonable company would have done that. Yeah, would have aided him or gave him uh, a, some sort a, of backing. A better means. Yeah, some, some sort of backing, even if it's just a shout out. Yeah. But no, Nintendo couldn't do that. And then just as, as of a week ago, they blocked all use of soundtrack for super mario zelda and mario kart Wii. i did see that so and so anyone using those sound effects or soundtrack are being blocked and striked on youtube nintendo is an anti-fun company they 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 cease and assist so much that instead of calling it getting cease and assisted, they just just call it being Nintendoed. <laughs> Beer me a cease and desist. <laughs> Beer me a Nintendo. <laughs> it, it is weird because this isn't it. Like they've done similar stuff over the years that you just kind of scratch your head at and go like, "Huh, that's odd." Uh, but yeah. this recently, over the last couple months, just seems really weird. It seems like the kind of stuff that happens right before something big happens at a company where 
like something comes out about certain higher ups and they end up getting thrown out. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. I like I, I wouldn't know. be surprised if a few months or maybe a year down the road, it's like uh, several higher ups at Nintendo get like put in prison for something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, all I know I is that I mean, I maybe. was I wasn't a, a fanboy of Nintendo. Like I don't really own anything Nintendo, but I did enjoy their games, and their IP is great. They make amazing. Yeah, games. They are really strong. IP. But after that, but after this, it's like. What are they doing? They have so many diehard fans, but they just continue constantly to just spit in their face. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. It's weird. Like, unless you're just playing the game, unless you're just buying it and playing the game, you might run into, like, some trouble is what it feels like. Right. And yeah. I will say, like, right. I, I will still buy... Think about all the buy... people who want to cosplay or something. Yeah. Like, they're getting cease and desist letters for cosplaying as characters if they're not wearing an official Nintendo costume. Like, really? How does that, that make something, sense? Sounds like something Disney would do. And Disney yeah. doesn't even do Disney that. has done that for <laughs> their, have, their, their, their princesses and stuff. No. Yeah. Jeez. But, like, I mean... Is, is <sighs> Nintendo being bought by Disney? Nintendo also doesn't <laughs> offer... Like stuff like that, they don't delve into that realm of fan service in the way that they offer, you know, Super Mario costumes or Princess Peach costume, whatever. They don't, yeah. they don't do that sort of stuff for the people who do like to cosplay or, you know, whatever. But Disney does, so I could see why Disney is like, hey, go buy our official one. Don't buy your, don't b- make your own. But also, Nintendo's not giving them another option. Yeah. They're just saying don't do it. And then on top, you know, on top of all that, the fact that they're doing this during a pandemic when people and we talked about the, this in the last episode that people are are depressed, they're stressed. You know, everything that's happening in the world right now just plain out sucks. And a lot for a lot of people video games is their escape. So when they try to do these tournaments, and have fun with other people that share the same love for the same game. And then the company that makes that game comes out and just says no. Right. That's, I mean, I, I rest my case. Yeah, it's weird. I will definitely be looking forward to seeing if there's anything bigger happening after this with like actual executives at Nintendo. And I will yeah. say, like having said all this, I will still probably buy like Breath of the Wild two when that comes out. <laughs> Trader, yeah. But then again, all Trader. these people that—that's the thing too. All these people are like getting spit in their face. They're probably still going to buy the game because they love yeah. it. They'll—they'll they'll still buy the game, but they won't be as vocal about their support. Is what I feel is going to happen. Not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're literally shutting down any expression of being a fan. That doesn't carry an official license. Which does not make sense. That's the whole point of a company is to get exposure and to, you know, to... Like, listen, guys... To show if, some kind of support. If you want to be a fan of our podcast and you want to go ahead and, like, 
put glitches and gearheads on something. I will Nintendo you so hard. No, no, you will not. (laughs) No, you will not not. Nintendo you. I will kick Jordan out of this podcast. You thought I was going to say kill, but that would be a threat, and this is recorded, and I'm not going to do that. But I will and obviously, kick him out. Devin's phone is listening to him. So. Yeah, my phone listens to him. Glances <laughs> <laughs> at his phone. Just in case you're listening, FBI you know, person. You know what I added recently? Not going to kill I anyone. added a smart speaker to my house. I got a Google Home, and I think it's gotten worse since then. It's gaining sentience. <laughs> Not going to lie. But anyway, I, I would be fine with somebody putting I would be glitches and gearheads. Yeah, I would be thrilled. It would be... A wonderful gift of your fandom to do that for us. I don't know how <laughs> to is. phrase that, but we would be so grateful if you did that because, yes, do we want to make merch eventually? Of course. Do we already have stickers? Yes, we do. I have a bunch of them here. Which that would we're be gonna awesome figure if you out, want them. We're going to figure me. out logistics on that. Message but. me on Instagram. I will get you a sticker somehow. We'll figure out the shipping and all that stuff. But if you want a sticker, send us a message. Yeah. I personally read each of our Instagram messages. So you will get a response. I promise. Basically all of this is just to say that we're, we're getting merch out. This was the entire point of this. Segment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we're not going to strike and the fact you that we love you for, all. <laughs> yeah. We, you, any normal company would love their fans. Yeah. I like, will say it's a fine, you, it's a fine line. Like, I'm not saying Nintendo is devoid of any guilt here. It is a fine line, especially when you're a big company trying to toe the line between protecting your IP and allowing expression of fandom. I, Which I, I agree with. I don't with. know how how to toe that line. I'm not a multi-billion well, dollar company. All, yeah, but all these all these instances, that, well, imagine, that's not... That's not crossing the line in my opinion. Imagine if you put a Red Bull sticker that wasn't an official one on your car and you drove around and all of a sudden you get a cease and desist letter in the mail. Yeah. Saying you need to total your car. Yeah, yeah like, like, okay. Like, that's not cool, right? Like, all, You need to stop driving your car and remove the sticker immediately. Like, all the stuff and that Nintendo's like, doing what? isn't cool, for sure. Not saying that it's cool. But it is, you know, it is such a tricky line between protecting your intellectual property and allowing expression of fandom do you know what comes to mind what the best example of this in my mind right now is supreme the company that makes literally hardly any products ever that are official they release a very like limited amount of products yet there's so much knockoff stuff and you don't see them sending out cease and desist to everybody. They're just like, yeah, that makes us more popular because everybody knows our name now. Like they literally got big because of all the people who wanted their stuff, couldn't get it and made a version of their own because their logo is so simple. Yeah. And then those same people that make that fake stuff go out of their way to buy the stuff that costs like $500. All right, I got last thing, and we're wrapping up because it's a recall. Um, sorry to move on that quickly, but we're we're definitely we are running out of time right now. Um, yeah. So Honda and Acura issued three recalls totaling more than one point four million cars. Totaling? Not totaling them out, but like the, the total amount 1. of cars 4. is oh, one point okay. four million. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, if I confuse you, they had monster stickers on their car and they got cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> 
if if you put a Honda badge on anything that's not a Honda, you're going to jail. No. Believe it or not, straight to jail. Um, <laughs> yeah, last Tuesday they announced uh, 1.4 million cars all the way up to most recent model year. Um, a body control module recall for 737,000 cars between 2018 and 2020 Honda Accords and Accord Hybrids, as well as the Honda Insights, need a body control module. What um, the heck does that mean? <laughs> it's a device that can disrupt the electric electrical communication between various components resulting in warning lights triggering, backup camera triggering, triggering, turn signals working or not working, <laughs> windshield wiper malfunctions, just a bunch of things that could really distract you or somebody else next a to you. A bunch of weird stuff. If all your stuff starts flashing and you're like next to somebody, that could freak you out or freak them out and that could yeah. cause a crash. Um Yeah. But that'll come out in January. Um the second of the recall is 430,000 Honda and Acura vehicles with a front drive shaft recall. Um, this affects the 2012 Honda Civic Hybrid, 2007 to 2014 Honda Fit, 2013 to 15 Acura ILX, the 2013 Acura ILX Hybrid, and 2013 to 15 Honda Accord. Um, basically so the left a end lot or right. of cars yeah yeah there's still another section of this but the left or right drive shaft can corrode and be prematurely faulty and that happens at one of the protective coatings on the point of assembly for it which could make bad things happen basically yeah. we will say this um, is also restricted to these the salt belt states so this really yes, only applies to you is, if you're in that area yeah, yeah. um but still have it have it checked just just in case you know because if you bought a car used it could have been up north for some period of time and you might not know that and that could cause this issue as well um the last part of this recall is the 2002 to 2006 honda crv it affects 268,000 of them they need to go back to dealerships to repair a power window master switch um sounds kind of you know ridiculous being that it's like 20 years old or more at this point almost 20 years old um but i guess it can cause the the if liquids such as rainwater or anything spilled near the master switch on the driver door the switch can overheat melt and smoke and that (laughs) means that it can cause a fire that is so extreme yeah Yeah, but there's been 16 (laughs) reported fires because of this regarding a similar recall so wow. the new recall supersedes the old one to correct the failure of the switches that were previously repaired. So this is a recall of a recall? <laughs> this is a recall of a recall. It's recallception? Yep. Yeah, we le- you hate to see it. Um, wow. But yeah, most of these recalls come out in January of 2021, but I'm sure if you call now, you can get that done before that. Plus, you might not even hear this episode till January. So. You know what we're going to have to do at the end no. of the year? like the last podcast of the year i guess it's gonna be next week right we have to do a most recalled company of 2020 list oh Oh, yeah we can add that uh as a little teaser we're planning on doing best and worst games of 2020 next week so look Mm. forward to that 
All right, guys, we appreciate it. We thank you for listening. Um, hope you stayed through that entire Nintendo rant. ramble <laughs> rant. Um, talked about a lot of stuff, um, mostly Nintendo because they are really spitting in the face of their fans at this point. And you and know what? You know what the Glitches and Gearheads podcast will never do? We spit won't in spit your in your face. We love you all, and we'll never hurt you. Yeah, well, 